Good evening, everybody. This is, um, Raiden, and welcome to the Truth News. I, I want to welcome everybody around the world, and to my listeners in the United States. This is the Truth News with Raiden Hunt. I am your host, Raiden Hunt. And we got a lot to unpack. The first story we have to unpack has a lot to do with the Ukrainian and Russia war. Okay, now it's gonna get it's gonna get a little sticky, but um, we'll get through it. I just heard from Anderson Cooper that they have all. Their instruments or all their stuff to finish the job that they started eight years ago. Um... All of it has been moved into Ukraine and Kiev. Now, there's going to be talks of ceasefire, fire, again. Just like the other couple days, seven, six, and five, not much on one and two and three, but seven, six, and five. And since Vladimir Putin, the man who cannot be named, of Russia, is, um, not doing what he wants, not doing what he wants to do, or I should say, his... Uh, in his words, it's a special operation, but we already know it's not special at all. It's hell there in Kiev, and um, 
what's been said from other media outlets as far as breaking news goes on Twitter on Instagram, wherever you get your news feed. The truth is, there's a more than a few people gone. And the images that CNN are showing now are still horrific. They have not gotten any better. And there's still kids that are in the hospitals of Kiev in Ukraine. Give me a moment here. <clears throat> How long are the presidents of surrounding countries going to wait? And how long are we going to allow this man to destroy not only one city, not only two cities, but three Three in one, maybe even possibly four. How long, how much bloodshed do these presidents need to have done until they actually take action? He's already proven sanctions are not going to do shit. Anything. Sanctions are not going to do anything. He's already proven that. And the people of Ukraine are doing all that they can including President Zelensky of Ukraine trying to be be in the right mind enough to run a country.
after what he's gone through. That man has got to have not only strong shoulders, but some mental issues as well after what he's experienced. I'm talking about PTSD. Nobody, nobody in the United States has ever gone out and has done what he has done as a president. No president has ever done what President Zelensky has done for his own country. Wow. That's amazing. I wish I had a president like that. And I do have a president like that. But, you know, there's only so much a president can do. Unfortunately, the truth is, our president now, Joseph R. Biden, elects to sit at a desk and let this happen. President Trump, on the other hand, is the extremist that America had for the 45th president. But also, we've had a bunch of American presidents sit on their own coattails on their own comfort and also elect to not do anything as far as these things go. Sanctions 
are not going to do anything. You're running out of time if you're thinking sanctions are going to do anything, guys. Every president to the UN, to the United Nations, sanctions not going to do anything. We got to hit him where his heart is. He has no heart, so hit him where his wallet is. Hit him somewhere else. I don't know. Just be safe, guys. Please. I don't mean to talk poorly about the United States president. Um, but there has been nobody in my lifetime that I could think of That would have done everything that he could do other than Mr. Obama. I could see Mr. Obama going out in the heat of war and picking up a AK-47 and, you know, shooting. That That's about the only president... I could think of. Maybe George Bush. I'm not sure. But. Uh, it's all loyalty. To the country. And. Uh, I guess we're seeing. The loyalty. Of. Our country at least a little bit of it um, fizzle out I guess in the way of the president because he's not willing to do a lot of stuff because he's he he, he wants to protect America but the way to protect Americans are not to always put us in harm's way but when the time calls maybe it is time to reevaluate and rethink what you have in your bag what you have in your disposal. I know the beyond all is not to go to war. 
But when you have a president as crazy as somebody in Europe doing doing what they're doing to a sovereign country and doing what they're doing to people that are just trying to live their life. My question is how much blood does a person need to say, okay, it's we've had enough. We've had enough. We've had enough. There's children involved in this war. There's adults involved in this war. And there's fire being set in houses, apartments, because of, of missile strikes. How much death essentially does a president does a president need to have to say okay I've won have enough and go on to the next thanks to what's happening in Europe the earth is also suffering. I'm talking about global warming. And when I say thanks to what's happening in Europe and Russia and uh, the War, I don't really mean thank you for doing all this harm. I mean thanks to what's happening. Because when I say thanks, it is in response to what's happening. On this earth. In countries. That should not be happening. And so when I say thanks. I mean that in a. Sarcastic. Way. Thanks but really no thanks. Nobody wants this shit to happen. Alright? Nobody does. And I'm sorry for the expletives and everything, but, you know, 
it's about it's about time to wake up, guys. If you really care about this earth and what's happening on this planet, then do something and do something right and do something constructive that does not hurt anybody. But if you have to hurt them, do it in the right way. Violence is never the answer. But in the case of war, and Europe is under war attack right now in Kiev, Ukraine. And, um, if you can't just say, okay, put all your cards in. Then what are we doing? Just waiting for something to happen catastrophic? I don't know. I don't know anymore, guys. But I, myself, if I were president, would would have already been there helping... Uh, the people of Kiev, Ukraine. I'm only American. Guys, that's only one American. That's only one American's opinion. But that's mine, and I'm going to keep it that way. I want the best for this world. I want the best for this world. And, uh, I just want to take the time to say, Ukraine, we are praying for you. We are praying for you a lot. All over the country. All over the world. And sometimes. The world is stronger together. Than apart. So people of Russia. Please. The ones who don't want. War. Please do something. And please. Do something positive, even when it's considered negative in your own country. Like stopping this war. It's pretty bad when you got YouTubers telling you to stop the war.
a whole lot of Russians do not get this type of news. The facts are you've got a president that is making life hell for people that aren't doing anything to you. China, the best thing to do is say no to Russia. Because the last thing you want is Chinese people or the Chinese military suffering the same fate that Russian military is suffering. Just a uh, thought. Think about your lives and forget for a moment about your gas. And oil. Today, Mr. Biden embarks on his Europe tour around the world as president. Joe Biden is going to um, give his side of the war in Ukraine uh, in a special uh Address. This is the episode for 327 Ukraine Russia War. Happy to report that uh, Ukrainians are getting out. Not without difficulty, though. They still have to be aware of their surroundings. And there's people on TikTok that are talking about the war, trying to it. Trying to help them. And give him the proper news. Anywhere can be a target, but a few hundred lucky families say 
he found the safest place in Ukraine. These families are thankful. They remember that special ski holiday or heard through word of mouth of a village in the mountains with rooms to spare. Take a look. These are good stories coming up. In the Carpathian Mountains, far from the bombs and bullets, lies the idyllic ski resort of Slavka. With plenty of room for those fleeing violence to find solace in the slopes. Many hotels have opened their doors to different families, some at no cost or discounted rates. Guests Stacy and Lanier found refuge here after Russian forces invaded their hometown of Kharkiv. The winter time we usually uh, had um, like cells blown up uh, with lots of bombardment. How did you feel when you arrived? When you look at these mountains and enter the news, uh, it seems like not real. A little over 28 days. No. That story. These stories that break your heart, make you feel sorry for these people, and uh, you should, if you have a heart at all. Um, That's not only the right thing to do, but uh you know, one month into Putin's invasion, American officials say that um, military just a, as a human emotion. They have all kinds of logistical problems. Soldiers don't even have gloves, they're suffering from frostbite. Did you ever imagine this situation? Uh, Truly, I'm not surprised. But on the other hand, I will have to say that the level of their unpreparedness has 
come as a great surprise to me. In fact, I will say in the words of the Ukrainians is that they are heavily helped by their corruption. So how do you think Putin will respond to this situation? Um, it best it seems embarrassing uh, as well as humiliating. What will he do and who will he punish? Oh. Uh, you know what, in fact, he has already punished quite a few officers from the Russian armed forces who were responsible for creating and establishing pro-Russian forces within the Russian-speaking cities of Ukraine, but it seems like they've just stolen the money. Also, he will have to punish those people who, in fact, have stolen quite a significant amount of his money, which were allocated for the rearmament program, which cost $300 billion. And finally, he will have to continue with the campaign in this challenging situation because he just cannot afford to retreat as it is. When you say he cannot afford to retreat, that Russian official well, we have to understand that Putin is sufficiently dangerous, and yet he's not suicidal. This is Aaron Burnett on CNN. Destruction of weapons, but only if he knows that he'll go. The truth news is just recording. You know, he has talked about the threat. He doesn't want World War Three. For the sake of the podcast. Obviously, there are fears of what he could do with. The for the sake of uh, so far, obviously he has the Americans, the Chinese that want to listen, the Italians, um, and the Swiss. That want to listen committed years ago with Hitler when Hitler was very vulnerable back then when he uh, when he tried also to known as Europe, and that's uh, accomplices also Romania is um, however what we in know is in the countries that this podcast is in showing any resistance and eventually he'll stop however thank you very much by the way has cost hundreds of millions human lives hundreds of human lives were lost and the same mistake is being committed now putin will never use nuclear weapons unless he knows he's in safety and once he's been convinced that yes we're safe then obviously that just that, that just triggers him towards that so, the Wall Street Journal reports that President Biden was ready to sanction Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich. He ultimately did not, because President Zelensky said, hold on. He, Zelensky thought that Abramovich could help broker some sort of a peace deal here. Um, 
obviously I know you and Abramovich know each other. I, I've got a picture of you on the day your companies announced that mega merger. Uh, there you are on the screen, uh, you and Roman Abramovich. Do you think he is the kind of key person that Zelensky thinks he is in terms of negotiating a peace settlement? Uh, yes, he, yes. he's a bad well, person. Actually, this negotiation are so far taken their nation, and they can only be real when Putin can feel that he can either, that he might either lose on Ukraine or Ukraine capitulate. And obviously, uh, this uh, may not be Ukraine going to give up because of Ukrainian's courage and support from the West, and also if the no-fly zone. Is provided, um, but as of now, but, but for sure, this cannot be facilitated with the help of Abramovich's efforts. Do you think Abramovich or anyone else, Mikhail, at this point, any other oligarch, deserves to not be sanctioned by the West? Well, the way I see it is quite simple. Oligarchs are not true oligarchs in that sense that I cannot answer that, so I'm not sure. That's just an idiotic, preposterous um, idea, if I say so. Do I think yes, the they are Putin's instruments of uh, and to see Korea Russian people, the civilians that are still living in Russia, should be when they actually um, denounce him and when they admit that he is sanctioned. A no. I do not because they don't have anything to do with this war. They're just trying to live life as far as I know. Use those exact words, although some have moved to denounce him, but certainly not in the way you talk about, Mikhail. Um, you talk about Putin would not use nuclear weapons unless he thought his own survival was threatened. Yet I know that you think that the only ones that should be sanctioned is a. Uh, of what he's doing. Uh, Why are you so confident? Putin uh, and not the cabinet and the military. Other than that, leave everybody alone. And, um, 
The only people that are sanctioned or should should be sanctioned is um Putin and everyone who is uh involved with this war. That's about it. If the civilians are um, sanctioned, like sports, they should not be sanctioned at all because sports really doesn't have anything to do with Putin and um, having anything to do with war, to be honest. And sanctioning the people of Russia should just stay with Putin and Russia as a whole should not be um, sanctioned in my opinion. As far as thinking that uh, Russia is still a dangerous country because of who is running it, yes. Um, Russia needs to keep an eye on uh, Putin. But, um... That's about it. Back to people on the war talking on TikTok. Um... Canadians, uh, Am- Americans, um, and many others, but, uh, Ukrainians are, uh, just trying to, um, apprise the people who want to know and uh, are concerned for the people of of Ukraine still and they're doing a better job than the media in my opinion on March 31st 2022 uh, President Zelensky has now 
Australia, support as of 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And he now has Australia uh, support. Sounds like uh, Russia is taunting America again. And by that, I mean taunting the wrong president. Trump. Trump, 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 Trump. If you want to taunt the right president of America, taunt the 46th president, not the 45th. Putin is stupid or quite laughable, to be honest. Ukraine is under attack. Zaporizhia. The war in Ukraine continues. 120 days since the war in Ukraine started with Russia.